You're listening to Language Casters Football Podcast. Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to this week's show for all fans of football who are also interested in improving their English language skills. Now, my name's Damien, and I'm speaking from a very sunny Hong Kong. And uh, down the line, hopefully, is Damon up there in Tokyo. Damon, how are things, mate? Good, thank you. Hi there, Damien. Uh, it's good to hear from you. Um, before we start this week's show, I'd like to ask you a question. I'm going to dive right in. Tottenham have been in the news a lot uh, this week. You're a Tottenham fan. What do you think about Spurs' chances for the title this year? Oh, oh. Well, Damon, they are four points off the top, and uh, though they are playing well, as a Spurs fan used to disappointment, I am still very, very cautious indeed about their chances. And a little bit like your team, Liverpool, they play a high-pressing game, which means that you know they may run out of steam fairly, very soon. And what about Liverpool? What do you reckon about their chances? I think we'll be lucky if we finish fifth, but as long as we keep on beating teams uh, like Manchester City 4-1, I'll be happy. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, it's going to be interesting to see a new face in the title race, and maybe that's Tottenham or even Leicester, who knows? Mm. And uh, talking about races, I believe we are spotlighting the race for the last 16 in the Champions League in our listening practice report. Is that right? Yes, that's right. And there's only one game to go. Uh, we've had the fifth uh, set of matches in the group stages, and there are still a lot of places up for grabs. Damon, who's your tip to win the Champions League this year? Well, it's difficult to see past Barcelona getting back-to-back trophies, isn't it? Uh, Mm. But Real Madrid and Bayern Munich certainly have the talent and firepower to beat them on their day. Uh, What else do we have on the show today? Well, we have our English football phrase, which this week is up for grabs. And uh, then we have six games from Europe in our predictions battle. And uh, Damon, before we move on to our main listing report, we have a quiz question and it's about the Champions League. Here's one for you. Which player has played in most Champions League matches? So which player has made most Champions League appearances? And we'll have the answer at the end of the show. Hmm. Yes, indeed, you are listening to languagecaster.com. And that was a French friend of Languagecaster. If you'd like to get involved, send us a message by coming along to our site at languagecaster.com. Follow us on Twitter at Languagecaster and check out our Facebook page at Learning English Through Football. Or, of course, you could join in our forum. We've got questions waiting to be answered. Uh, For example, rattle a crossbar, set up, dig out and lots, lots more. Yes, it's always good to hear from our uh, listeners, so drop us a line, as Damon said, at languagecaster.com. Now, next up, we have Damon with a look at the Champions League group stages with one game to go. A month ago, we took a look at the Champions League groups after two games. Now, all teams have played five of the six group games, and we review the current situation. It's looking clearer which teams will go through to their last 16, those that will drop into the last 32 of the Europa League, and the teams whose European adventures will come to an end after the final games are played. Plenty of teams have already qualified for the last 16 after the previous round of matches, but all will be wanting to finish top in the hope of avoiding a tough opponent 
in that round. From Group A, Real Madrid and PSG are through. But PSG are still in with a shout of top spot if Real lose against Malmo and the French team win their last game at Shakhtar Donetsk. It looks like Shakhtar will grab a Europa League spot, but only on goal difference. Group B, meanwhile, is still a three-horse race, with Manchester United, PSV and Wolfsburg all able to qualify top. With Manchester United travelling to Wolfsburg and PSV at home against a poor CSKA Moskova, the smart money is on Wolfsburg to top the group and United to drop into the Europa League. Atletico Madrid and Benfica from Group C go into the final game equal on 10 points and they also play each other with the Spanish side travelling to Portugal. So home advantage may mean Benfica can pull off a win and finish top but Atletico only need a draw. The Kazakhstan team Astana could pull off a shock if they beat Galatasaray away. That would see them into the Europa League but Expect Galatasaray to see off their challenge. Juventus did the double over Manchester City in Group D and that means they are top on 11 points, above the English side on 9. Both sides face difficult final fixtures and it's not sewn up for Juventus who have to at least draw with Sevilla in the final game and hope that City don't put more than three goals past Borussia Mönchengladbach. In Group E are most people's favourites to win the trophy, Barcelona, who absolutely thrashed Italian side Roma in the last round, 6-1. Fighting for second place will be the other three teams, Bayer Leverkusen and Roma and Bate Borisov. With the German side hosting Barcelona and Roma welcoming Bate, the advantage is with Roma. Group F is topped by Bayern Munich, another favourite to go all the way, and they're followed by Olympiakos, who, if they hold their nerve, should retain the second spot. It's mathematically possible for Arsenal to leapfrog the Greek side into second, but very unlikely. The London side will be ruining early losses to Zagreb and Olympiakos. A Europa League spot for Arsenal and Zagreb to pack their bags. The two sides in Group G, Chelsea and Porto, clash in the last game, with the English side having home advantage. In third, two points behind are Dynamo Kiev, who will be hoping to take advantage if either Porto or Chelsea lose. The Russian side should overcome Tel Aviv, who've lost all five games so far. Finally, in Group H, Zenit have run away with it and sit pretty with 15 points, the maximum. Behind them, a surprise package, Ghent, fresh from a 2-0 away victory over Lyon. It's a big ask for them to stay second, however, as they face Zenit in the last game. Expect Valencia to sneak through in second and consign Lyon to the bottom. Thanks a lot for that, Damon. And thanks to all of those who have contacted us over the week, including We Speak, uh, Dave and Keep Smiling English, who follow us now on Twitter, uh, Quick Feet Soccer, who follows us on Google+, and Chris, who got in contact with us on our site, writing that he'd never seen the phrase, 
the ball is played into the channel of uncertainty before. Damon, how would you explain this phrase? That's a very good one, but um, I'm a right back. I play right back for my team. And I guess for me, if a ball is played between me and the centre-back to my left, I'm a little nervous about who should go for that ball. So I'm uncertain about should I go for it or is the centre-back going for it? So maybe that's the channel of uncertainty, the corridor of uncertainty. Nice. Thank you. Okay, now over to Damien, who's going to explain another phrase. And this phrase is up for grabs in our English for football phrase section. This week's English for football phrase is up for grabs, which is used to describe a situation in which a team has a chance of winning a game or qualifying for the next round of a competition after looking like there was no chance at all. So, for instance, a team is losing 2-0 with only five minutes remaining in the game, but they score two quick goals to equalise, meaning that the points are now up for grabs. Now, for example, top spot in the Champions League group is up for grabs after Arsenal's defeat, or the team's qualification chance is up for grabs after the top two sides in the group both lost. Up for grabs. Cheers, Damien. Now it's our predictions battle. I'm on 66 points. Damien, you are on 76 points, 10 in the lead, and our combined guest score is 49. So it's going to be a big ask for them to overhaul you at the top, but I'm still in touching distance and the title is still up for grabs, I think. Yes, indeed. Right, uh, we feature three games from Spain, two from England and one from Italy in this week's predictions. Let's start with La Liga. Damon, Barcelona against Real Sociedad, what do you reckon? Um, I think they they are just on fire at the moment. Uh, they got those great wins, one against their big rivals, Real Madrid, and then against a, a tricky tricky fixture in the Champions League against Roma, but they blew both teams away. Our guest predictor this week, who is Tim, he's a Liverpool fan like me, he's gone for 3-0 to Barcelona, and I'm going for 3-0 too. How about you? Um, I think it's going to be 2-0 to Barcelona. I think Sociedad have uh, picked up a little bit, but they just won't have enough to stop Barcelona, will they? No, they won't. Do you think uh, in our next game in La Liga as well, do you think Espanyol, uh, the Catalan side, will be able to ha- have enough to beat Atletico Madrid? Um, I don't think so. I think uh, Atletico have started to play uh, well again. I think they're going to win this one 2-1. How about you? I agree with you. I think it's going to be 1-0. Um, and Tim, he's going to go for an Espanyol win 2-1. Now, the big game in England this weekend is... Hang on a minute. Leicester against Man United. The top two. Is that right? It is. A top of the table clash. What do you reckon? Well, I would like to see Leicester win this one. As a (laughs) Liverpool fan, it's always good to see Manchester United lose. But it's also good to see uh, maybe one of those smaller teams, underdogs, win. Um, But I think uh, they'll still get a good result. I think it's going to be 1-1. I think Tim has gone for the same uh, result. Yeah, he's gone for a 1-1 draw. I'm going for a Manchester United away victory. They probably won't deserve it, but uh, 2-1 to Man U. Okay, who's going to deserve victory in this next big, big game for you especially? Tottenham, your team. 
uh, from North London, taking on the West London side, Chelsea, who have been in all sorts of trouble this season, down in 15th, while your team is tipped for the top. What do you reckon? Um, I, I am a, a very, very cautious Tottenham fan here. I'm going for a 1-1 draw, and you know what? I'd be happy with a point. I think you guys are going to do it. I think you're going to beat them quite comfortably, 2-0. And Day, uh, Tim agrees with me. He's gone for 2-1 to Tottenham. Wow. Now, in Spain, we return to Spain on Sunday. Abar, the small team from the Basque country, they take on Real Madrid. There's only going to be one winner here, right, Damon? I think there is. I think it's going to be Real Madrid. Um, and I think they'll do it quite comfortably. I'm going to give one goal to Abar, but it's going to be 3-1 to Real. Yeah, I've gone for 4-0 to Real. Um, this is the kind of game that Ronaldo gets two or three goals, isn't he? A bit of a flat track bully. And then uh, Tim's gone for a 2-0 Madrid victory as well. OK, and then we've got a big game in Syria. Uh, mm. uh, at the top of the table here, another top two clash. Inter hosting the team from the south, Napoli. What do you think? Well, I work with a, a Napoli fan. He tells me great stories about Maradona back in the 80s and stuff. He's really excited this season. They've only lost once this year. That was the first game of the season. They've come really from nowhere. No one was expecting them to be in the top two. And I think they're going to win this one. 1-0 away at Inter. What do you think? I'm going to disagree with you. I think um, in this type of game, I'm going to go with home advantage and a 1-0 win to Inter. Tim agrees with me, although he thinks Inter are going to have a much more comfortable afternoon and win 3-1. Earlier in the show, Damien asked us who has played in most Champions League matches, um, which player has the most Champions League appearances, and I've been thinking about it all through the show, and I have no idea. Damien, what's the answer? Well, Damien, uh, this player is still playing. He's playing for Porto. He's the goalkeeper of Porto. He's just moved there from Real Madrid. Of course, it's Iker Casillas who, since his debut in 1999, has made 154 appearances. So that's a pretty impressive record indeed. Thanks, everybody, for listening and tune in next week. Enjoy all the football this weekend and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Come on, you Spurs.